is a very interesting topic that I had and a lot of people have so many misconstrued views about what poly lifestyle looks like. Some people think it's just a cop out for cheating. Some people think it's just a constant throuple uh, threesome 24 seven. <laughs> like that's all that people think that being in a poly relationship means. And obviously I personally know that that's not the case. And you guys know from personal experience that that is not the case. So I'm very happy happy that you are willing to come on and talk about y'all experience and kind of give us some more insight into that lifestyle and <laughs> open up some people's mind possibly because I feel like people we in this box right now you never Absolutely. know Absolutely. you might want a sister wife or a brother <laughs> husband whatever you, whatever you like some right people might want a few of them so that you know that's not out of question for them either either so okay <laughs> Yeah. Right. Let's go ahead and dive in. So what exactly turned you guys to the poly living? Like what was the attraction? What made you know like, hey, like this is something that I seriously want to do? You want me to start? Yeah, you can start. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I I say the same thing to whoever wants to know. Like I have always felt like my relationship would be with more than one person. I've okay. never, ever since I've been dating, I've never felt like I would just be with one person. And I think too often we, like you said, we're stuck in this box and we're conditioned that monogamy is just it. It's supposed to be you and one other person. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But like who made that law? Like, who made that, like, this is firm, set in stone. This is how it's supposed to be. Nobody. So, like I said, ever since I've been started dating, I've always felt like my ideal relationship would be with more than one person. Um, Is it going to be more than two and three or anything like that? I don't think so. Um, because I am still in the learning stage of, what I like, who I like, and how I want this dynamic to look. Okay. Yes. That's real. That's very real. How about right. you, Dave? Well, I think for me, and, you know, I don't necessarily, I mean, you're pretty open about it, uh, but when when Bo, first, Bo and I first got together, one of the first things that she told me was that she was bi. <laughs> now, me being understanding, you know, kind of guy, like, it's not my first thought wasn't, oh, oh automatic threesomes. That's not auto, you know, wasn't the first thought. <laughs> my right. thought was, well, as a man, you know, and not to be too vulgar, but I don't have a vagina. I don't have a pussy. I'm like, <laughs> so if you want to, you know, have a girlfriend on the side or if you want to, you know, however you want to do it, we can go from there. But after we had conversations, you know and Bo kind of you know talked to me more about kind of what she you know kind of envisioned I felt like it was something that you know I was willing to give a try you know it was something that I had always kind of looked at but I just never really kind of like you know thought that it would be something that would be a possibility for me but you know once it you know once the opportunity presented itself you know we we've had constant discussion about it it's been one of those things where you know, it's been an interesting ride so far, you know, just kind of learning everything and 
you know, just learning all the different dynamics that come within it. But for the most part, is you know, that's kind of how we ended up here. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, me, me just being understanding of who she is as a person and being accepting of that, and also, you know, not being not shying away from what it actually means to be a, you know, in a, you know, a poly relationship because it's okay. not. Not for the for the for the week of heart when no. it comes to a man. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, I was about to say that's one of the main things that I know for a fact would get to me at some point in time is a jealousy issue or just trying to be understanding of sharing somebody's time. Like we're right. taught just automatically that some one person is supposed to supply you with everything that you need. And yeah. I personally That's don't realistic. believe that. I think obviously oh. it's different from the poly lifestyle like situation but i believe that that's what you have friends for that's what you have family for everybody serves a purpose in your life and your loved one your partner is going to be your partner and they can't give they're not god and i think a lot of people get stuck into that god mindset especially with you know just even just certain like pieces of the bible that people might misconstrue and obviously try to make it work for whatever reason they're using the verse for but right. just to basically idolize one person expect them to be your everything is a lot to ask for and I know that that was one of the main things that you guys were super adamant about is just like no you cannot do that you cannot expect <laughs> from somebody right, exactly. so in a poly relationship how do you even try to figure out what the different person does for you and for your spouse or your partner um well i know for me um just from being with dave um We've been knowing each other going on almost five years. We've been together two years. I know without a doubt, Dave is a very affectionate person. I am not. So I do have my affectionate moments, but that is that is the example that I like to use when we're talking about polydynamics and having another having a third person in our in our space. I know that I can never be 100% what he needs because to me, that's too close to perfection. Perfection does not exist. So I could never, I could never be that for him and I could never ask that from him. So like I said, one of his things is he's very affectionate. He requires that. I'm not able to give that to him every single time he needs that. So I feel like if I'm giving him 80% and somebody else is giving him that 20, he has his 100. Yeah. And and vice versa. If, if there's something that I'm not getting from him, which there there are some areas. Um, for one, I'm not looking for another man. That's That's just that. I have been dating women since I was 19. So I, that's one definite I know as far as a poly relationship. It's going to be a woman. Right. Um, but, but yeah, like that's, that's how I look at things. Perfection doesn't exist. I don't look for perfection from him. He doesn't look for perfection from me. And I feel like as long as he's getting his 100%, whether it's divvied up between me and another woman or me and two other women, he should be straight. That's very real. That's in a sense of you 
being the most giving and vulnerable person, honestly, because <laughs> I've been like keeping up with watching Sister Wives on mm -hmm. whatever channel. I it just is. started watching that. <laughs> and it's so, it's, I love the show, but I understand the concept and I noticed that one of the couples, one of like the original wife was very, very jealous and she, it took a lot out of her to be able to share her husband with this other person and it's such a process but then I also see families where it's like absolutely perfect like I would want yeah. like they make me want to be a part of their family <laughs> because of how cohesive and beautiful their spirit is in their energy so when yeah. you're looking for another partner to add like what are those boxes that they have to check off because I mean Bo you are like Package princess, <laughs> you're everything. So what yeah. else no, is it no, that don't you be... feel like you need that person to check off? And how do you check those boxes off? Don't, don't, don't put that off on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the perfect package. I am not. And you know what's funny? I honestly feel like that's why none of my previous relationships worked. I honestly feel that way because, for one, when you dating a guy and you reveal to him one i'm bisexual he goes his mind automatically jumps to sex just like dave said it i have reached the point where it's past sex for me right yeah like sex is gonna come so, i mean it's like it if i want it i could but it's more than that now right. it I'm, I'm ready for that connection because there are some areas of my life that Dave cannot relate to. Like he he tries, he does, you know, he he fulfills in areas that I do need him to, but there are some areas where I wholeheartedly feel like he can't relate to. That's where a woman steps in. Okay. So and I'm and that that's why we are where we are now. So it's like you're finding that missing piece to the puzzle, really. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yes. Like, when it comes to finding that missing piece, even just for people who are looking for a partner just by themselves, like, mm -hmm. trying to be monogamous, it's so difficult. So absolutely. I can definitely see how it could be difficult trying to find somebody to fit into Mm -hmm. a two-person puzzle and right. I think sometimes something that people don't understand is that a lot of people are just exploring and right. that really kind of I don't want to say it's messed up but it's kind of messed up because I know mm -hmm. that couples like you are taking this very seriously right and you know, want to have that extra person. And then there's people who are just like, oh, I'm just going to try you guys out, then bounce on you guys because I no longer think it's fit for me. And right. I think it's going to be difficult to find somebody that is like that. But what avenues do you go about? Like, do you go on certain websites? Do you have dating well, apps? Like, what does that look actually, like? Actually, um, I'm glad you said that. So, um, I'm... I'm going to assume that I was probably before I even knew what the word was. Because, <laughs> okay. Because like I said, I always felt like I was destined to have more than one partner. That I've always felt like that. And 
I want to say probably about not even a year ago, just minding my business on IG and I'll go to the Explore page and there's this page that pops up and it's called Black Poly Nation and it's, it's not like a dating site or anything. It's literally a community. Like they have resources, they have conferences, they have meet and greets where you get to meet and converse with other people who are just like you. And like I said, we're still learning. I'm still learning terminology and just different dynamics. Like it doesn't always have to be me, Dave, and another woman. There are other people that where the woman has two spouses. There are single people who are dating two and three people at the same time. And everybody is in communication. Everybody knows about everybody. Exactly. And, but like, out, out of everything, I think that's the most important, which is communication. Communication is the, the blueprint for any relationship, whether it's family, friendships, uh, monogamous relationships, anything like that. Communication is the blueprint. And I feel like that is the main, the number one thing that helps a poly relationship work. If everybody is in communication. Everybody is on the same page. And before you can move on and add this third or fourth or fifth person, however many people you want in your dynamic, you need to sit down and talk about it. Right. Yeah. Communication. Like, you know, I harp on that. Like communication is key for anything. Uh, with this, it takes a lot more communication, being open, being honest about how you feel, what you think about, you know, the partner that you're dealing with how you feel about the dynamic. You have to be extremely honest with yourself. If you do feel yourself being a little jealous, you do have to let that be known. Feel yourself just kind of, you know, if you feel yourself, you know, fall a little bit too much, you need to be honest with yourself, communicate that to your partner. It all comes, you know, it all, you know, you, you have to pay attention to things too. You gotta be aware. Uh, one of the things that I said, like going into it is, like I said, it's not a, it's not just a, threesome thing it's not just a oh i got two girls i feel like the man type of thing or i got two partners you know that type of deal um from my conversations with both i told her that's two sets of emotions that you got to deal with there's two people who you have to make sure feel protected there's two people that you have to make sure feel like they are loved properly understanding their love language the things that they you know the things that they need you know and that's it so you know, for in any time you're dealing with any kind of relationship, you have to be aware of not just yourself. You have to have the emotional intelligence to kind of deal with it. It's a tough one, but every it's not for everybody, man. And that's and that's being honest with you. Mm -hmm. No, that's very true, and I know that that's probably one of the main things that people forget about. It's like it's so much more than just sex. It's so much it's, more than oh just my a cloud thing. It's don't come. If you want to go out here and have sex with multiple people, go to a swingers club or something. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You don't have That's to it. be in a poly relationship yeah. to make that happen. Right. Yeah. And I yes, think, and there is a difference between them. I think that's what a lot of people confuse us with. Like, they look at it like, oh, you're poly, so that means y'all swingers. That's not the case. No. Like, we're not going out and sleeping with everybody we meet. That's not the goal that we have when we're going out and meeting people. Like, I literally would like a relationship with another woman. And once I explained that to him and that is what I want in my life, he did some soul searching and that is what he wants in his life as well. Right. So now 
we are in the learning stage of figuring out do we date somebody together which right now we are currently dating someone together right. or if this doesn't work out do we date somebody separate because right. that is an option as well yes so how do you figure out what that even looks like like i've never <laughs> heard of it being like oh you have in my mind it would be just an open relationship like mm -hmm. oh you have somebody on your side i have somebody on my side we do what we want to do but then i didn't know that that was another part of being a part of the poly community i look i i don't really like the term open relationship because to me open relationship means we're together but he can go off and do whatever he wants to do i can go off and do whatever i want to do and that's just gonna be it like i don't even think in open marriages they really communicate when the other person is dealing with somebody else right mm -hmm. but i feel like with us again it goes back to communication if he's going to be dealing with somebody i need to know about that exactly. not saying i need to know you know every single detail and the ins and outs or anything like that but i like to think that i am very protective of him and yeah, I know first, so. I know how Dave's emotions are. So I feel like anybody that he's dealing with, they need to know, like, I don't play about that. So if you hurt him, you have to deal with me. And I, it's vice versa. Like, he knows how I feel. He knows how I get down. So anybody that I choose, whether, you know, whether we choose to date somebody together or not, whoever I decide that I want to date, he's going to know about it. Exactly. Exactly. And in some instances, he may be a part of it. There may be times when I don't want him to be a part of it. And it's not even just about sex. It may, I just want to go out on a date with this girl by myself. And same thing for him. Right. That's understandable. Having that open space and that communication makes everything a lot easier. And like you said, in all types of relationships, especially in a poly relationship. Mm -hmm. So for those people out there that think that, oh, I could just go out here and because I be cheated, I should just mm -hmm. poly. That is not mm -hmm. the answer. No, 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 that's are. not the answer. <laughs> that is because, the quickest way for failure. Quickest yeah, way. And I'll tell you, the, the honest thing about it is that if you think that I'm just going to be poly, yeah, it's nice to think that way. But if you have a cheater's mindset, you're not going to be communicating. Nope. And that's exactly. what it boils down to. You know, if you find somebody who's in this, in that headspace of being poly, it's still about open openness. It's still about honesty. It's still about communication. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be, I'll be honest with you as a man, you know, I mean, a lot of guys will say they can't do it or they can't, you know, see themselves doing it. It takes a lot of shedding your ego. Yes. You know, you, yes. it takes a lot of, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean you shed your manhood. It just means that you shed your ego. You know, everything can't be about you, you know, and that's really what it boils down to. It has to be about, you know, making sure that everybody is taken care of. And that's really the measure of a man and really a, a measure of a poly man is being able to take care of your entire you know your entire some people call it a tribe or whatever it may be yeah. you're taking care of everybody absolutely come um, on man of the household <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to like i was thinking about like what you said earlier about the the jealousy thing mm -hmm. let me tell you something about me this is just me okay but one of the things that stood out to me to let me know that i was like fully ready for poly was 
when I can watch him with another woman, and it's not even just sex, when I can watch him speak to another woman, engage with another woman, flirt with another woman, I can witness that. And I'm actually proud because it's like, that shit is eternal. I watch, I can watch him work the room and it's like, <laughs> go. Like, you do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> So and, and honestly, it took a while for me to be able to be in that kind of skin, too, because, you know, you're so used to, you know, in previous relationships, you know, having to kind of temper that part of yourself down, you know, when you're in a relationship where, you know, you're expected to be monogamous and you're in a room and, uh, you know, there is chemistry that's there or, you know, you're just kind of just being yourself and you're kind of floating around and just talking and things like that. And, you know, women who aren't used to that, they get jealous, you know. Uh, so for me, like, to, I had to get used to both being okay with me, then, you know, kind of working a room, <laughs> meeting women, talking to people. He feel like he in trouble. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. And, I'll, and I will be, you know, I do, you know, if I do meet a woman and she is, you know, being a little too aggressive, I do tell her, yeah, you still do need to be respectful because my woman is still in here. But we can't have this conversation still. So, you know, you do want her to still be respectful of the relationship because Bo is still my primary no matter what. So, come on, primary. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. I love the concept because it takes the whole property dynamic out of the situation. I feel like a lot of people treat their partner as though you're my property. You can't talk to nobody else. You can't do this and you can't do that. And oh, if I see you talking to somebody else. Babe, so, it's not my property. That's not even what a monogamous relationship is supposed right. to look like. Right. Even though you are only with that one person, that person is not your property. You're still two very different individuals. Right. Yeah, like you're together and you're fitting like a puzzle piece but you're not owning that person they're not your property right and i think that's very beautiful that in a poly relationship or just in a poly community period is not like oh this is mine this is mine it's just like we are together we are right. one rather than i am the one right yeah exactly. I, I like to look at it as i don't own him um they you know uh, forbid anything was to ever happen, but Dave is complete whether I'm here or not. Right. I am here to enhance him. Exactly. I am, you know, there may be certain areas where I may be able to pour into him and fill in some gaps, but overall, Dave is a complete person. I am here to enhance him and right. he is here to enhance me. Absolutely. Like, I don't like that idea where people, oh, you complete me or you make me happy or something. You are supposed to be that, whether you're single or with anybody. Absolutely. You, like, that is, I, I hate that saying. Right. Yeah, you got to be a whole person first before you enter anything. And I think that's part of the thing that we, you know, we're kind of looking for as well is, like, as we're dating, like, we, we came into this thing as separate individuals. We had our things that we like to do. We were 100% whole and comfortable with ourselves, first and foremost. You know, yes, and then we came together, we formed a love, we, you know, I mean, you've been around us, you see the chemistry. You see I how, do, y'all are so you know. like. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and I mean, anybody who's been around us is like, you know, you know the kind of energy that we have with each other. So, I think probably the biggest thing for us is just, you know, as we date, 
you know, it's just finding somebody that kind of fits into that, but not necessarily to come in and be everything that we are to each other, but to be their own person within that too. Yeah. You know, if they bring in a certain interest that, you know, we may be able to be a part of, then that's always a good thing. You know, we can always teach them things that we do or things that we know. Um, and that's one of the things you like, we, you know, if there's somebody else who we can pour into and that can pour into us, whether it's individually or as a couple, that's it, you know? So I must ask, as Miss Primary we have here, <laughs> how do you give that same energy to both women or does the woman coming in know that she's a secondary or is everybody on the same plateau? I, I mean, even though he called me the primary, <laughs> I look at it, we are equal. Right. We are equal in our own way. Um, we were actually having a conversation the other day and Dave made a point of, I'm trying to remember exactly how he said it, but he made a point of what, like whatever third person that we end up with, we're going to have our dynamic and it's, it's going to be me and his dynamic. He's going to have his dynamic with her. I'm going to have her dynamic with her. That is how we complete this. Right. So it may not, like I said before, it may not be us all dating each other at the same time. There may be days when it's just me and her. There may be days when it's just him and her. Right. Like little bonding moments, things like that, like little secrets we share. Well, not exactly secrets, but little inside jokes or anything like that. Like I don't expect this third person to come in and automatically get the the humor that me and him share right. or you know and it i may look at her and it they may have you know a, a silent thing that they have between them that is just between them i may not be allowed in that space and that's totally okay that's deep <laughs> that's deep no i'm saying this deep because it's real. i don't think a lot of people and most people will be able to do that and specifically saying that allowing your partner to have something private with somebody else while you're yeah. still in the relationship that is a whole different part of it that most people I'll say even most women just wouldn't be able to deal with that because it's just like oh you have this private piece of this person that we both share and that might cause an issue because you'll think like oh well I thought we were all a part of it and you know <laughs> right. things of that right. nature and just uh, I guess assuming that everything means inclusion right. like every single part of the life means inclusion and I think that's another part or another stereotype of the poly lifestyle is that everything is inclusion. Sex, right. conversations, uh, chores, whatever the fuck. Everything is all together. But right. I'm happy that y'all brought up the fact that it's not just that. There's still things that you can have separately between not only you and her, but him and her and y'all exactly. two as well. Right. Exactly, because it's not just because I brought it to him does not mean it's all about me. Like he is equally a part of this too. His Absolutely. happiness matters too. Absolutely. So I can sit here and want to be with a woman all I want. If he's not fully comfortable or fully whatever it is, we may need to have a conversation and sit down and go, okay, where do we go from here? If right. there is even a we, because I have always, like I said, I've always felt like, I was going to be with a man and a woman. 
Right. And I couldn't be with a man who couldn't accept that. Right. And Dave is honestly the first man that I've been with that accepts that. Mm-hmm. So now, like that, that's why I said we're still in this learning stage because as many relationships as I've had, I've never been with a man that accepts that. Sure, sure. they say, oh, in the beginning, oh, you know, that's cool. But like I said before, they mind automatically jumps to threesomes and sex. Okay, but what happens when I want to actually date? I want to catch feelings. I want to just lay up with this person and have some deep conversations. Stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That the man that I was dealing with couldn't handle that. Right. Because they're looking now, now that the sex is done, if it even happened, but now that the sex is done, it's like, well, damn, like, she she still want to do this. Yes. I wasn't mine. Right. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that's, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you kind of have to be understanding of the fact that that's what it's going to be. Like for me, hey, if you've got a relationship with this person separate of me, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, I mean, my big thing is, you know, as long as we're honest with each other about what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, and I've always kind of been the person that you set, you set the standard coming out the gate. We can, we communicate things are going to, you know, things may change. As long as the communication is there and I understand what's going on, more than likely I'm going to roll with it. We gonna make it. We can make it work. Mm-hmm. I mean, because my biggest thing is at the end of the day, you know, I told both we got to be. If we're going to be serious with each other, we got to be serious with each other from you know, from every you know aspect. And that means that you know that's accepting who you are, and you know, as a person, you know, in total. And anybody else who comes in, they have to be accepting of both of us. Mm-hmm. And you know, we both have our shortcomings. You know. It's not like we're we're you know one hundred percent perfect out here. You know, I mean, that's just kind of how it is, and we don't expect anybody who comes into, you know, our space to be perfect either. You know, but the thing is, the pieces that they bring have to fit with what we're doing. I think that's very beautiful. I think y'all's relationship is a true testament to. Communication, transparency, and healthy love, honestly, because it's so healthy to the point where you're not selfish with it. It's so healthy that you're able to give different parts of yourself to somebody else while also maintaining that, okay, I have to care about his feelings first. Absolutely. And that's so beautiful to me like you're still in a sense making sure that you love this person you're giving them everything that they need everything that we are told to do in a monogamous relationship to give this person this love this comfortability this space to be truly who they are accept them and not be selfish with our love y'all are doing that but also in the same breath y'all are able to add somebody else in there and i think in any relationship, whatever, however amount of people or whatever it may look like, all it matters is that you're being loved properly and everything else will just go along with it. Right. That's it. That's it. And the whole thing is just about, like you said, being loved properly. And, you know, it's not to say that, you know, we've always been here because, of course, anybody knows a relationship takes work. I mean, absolutely, the best relationships aren't just found, they're built. And that's just what it is. So for us, you know, we've gone through our trials. We've gone through yes. our ups and downs. And I'm not to say it's not to say that we're done 
because there's always going to be things, you know. Yeah. I mean, constant we're, growth. yeah, there's constant right. growth. We're, you know, we have our frustration and our frustrations. We have our times where you know, you know, we may not get along the greatest. You know what I'm saying? But those are. But the thing is, at the end of the day, we don't give up on each other, and that's it. You I know. Like you. So yeah, that's it. You know, we are. Yeah. So the main thing is, like I said, you know, we learned how to communicate with each other. You know, and we, you know, we also have taken the time to really just not just kind of go and just say, oh well, you know, we're we, you know, we're we're communicating with each other, and that should be it. Like she goes to therapy, you know. I go to therapy. We that helps a lot because that helps us to grow. Shout you know. out to therapy. Yes, yeah. We had this discussion to before too, you know. But that's the thing. Like, all my people in here. Yeah, hey, Mike, yeah, hey, yeah. They in here, right? So, but yeah, that's the thing. Like those things help. Those things matter because they allow you to be understanding of, you know, your partner and of yourself and things that you're going through. And if you're not willing to, you know, be vulnerable enough, vulnerable enough to just kind of just take off that cool, undress your ego for a little bit and just, you know, be you for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, hell, I'll tell Bo all day long. Hell, I'm corny. I will be corny all day long. But that's okay. <laughs> yes, I will crack corny jokes. I'll crack dad jokes. It is what it is. Like... You gonna love me anyway, <laughs> right? You, know? you gonna get this love, it. okay? You know, and I'm like, I don't try to be too cool. I'm just That's me, true. you know. I'm like, I'm not too cool to laugh at myself and know, and you know, and accept when I'm wrong about things. And that's one of the things I'm, I'm willing to apologize when I mess up something, you know. Ooh, yeah, that's and that's it. it. We're not even gonna get into that right now. Yeah, because that's, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. Okay. You can bring me back to have a whole, whole other episode. episode. That's coming about very that. soon. <laughs> we need to talk about it. Y'all don't know how to communicate. Y'all right. don't know how to apologize, but right. we'll get there one day. <laughs> okay. Right. Hey, Rob. That's exactly right. It don't cost nothing to be you. For real. It don't cost you a Absolutely. single thing to be you. What is your perfect woman built like? You know what? I I will say this. I I don't really have a it's it's not really too big of a preference, but I do like feminine women because I'm already a tomboy. I don't want another one. So, <laughs> I mean that's that's just it. Like I want somebody that smells good, that soft, keep her nails and feet done and Ooh. you know, stuff like that and like all of that smell good wear you know wear the little girly stuff the weave all that do all of that makeup all of that I, I want that <laughs> I want a gentle bougie girl <laughs> that's it I mean yes I'm a female but I'm not doing that shit no I'm not doing that. <laughs> I like football and tennis shoes so. I feel you listen I feel you alright Lee said that La Robert has a question yeah I'm just waiting what for him right? to what's right? going on Danny yeah drop your question when you're ready bro Come on, drop some questions, friends. While I, oh, today, what's your, uh, what's your ideal woman? Your, your perfect spouse. Um, right. Look, what she look like? You want some booty or you want some titties? What you want? Look, I have, look, I'm a leg man. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, booty and titties, like, they nice, but I'm a leg man. I've always been a leg man. 
Okay. So this is for you, Dave. You oh. said, what was the turning point in our relationship where you became in agreement with Polly? Hmm. I, I won't say that there was really necessarily a turning point. I think she, I mean, um, after talking to Bo and just kind of getting the understanding of, you know, she wasn't just a bi-curious woman. She's literally bisexual. And so for me, I, you know, my understanding of like right off the gate was that she wanted to have another woman. I'm okay with it. Like, so that was kind of it just right out of the gate. Like, it was just one of those things where have we, you know, we never really kind of considered it to be poly per se, but I, I don't know exactly when I told her that I was okay with her doing that, but it was something that it was just. We, we had to have several conversations. Right. Because this is not a one-time conversation right, exactly. where it's yeah, like, okay, so. hey, let's do this. And right. then boom. Like, I don't think there was anything, no. any particular turning point that kind of came about. So Yeah, it was over a series of several conversations and it was more so not like I'm trying to convince him. But it was more so like I I need him to understand because I don't want any wiggle room for him to try to overanalyze or suspect or jump to any conclusions. Literally, our first date, I laid it on the table. Hey, I like I date women. That that is what I do, and it, you know that's how we've been with each other since day one. Yes, we've had our hurdles and you know issues uh, between us personally, but as far as the turning point it wasn't an, an exact one it was over time right okay um, well y'all kind of answered dj gemini life's question he said who brought the poly life to the table oh, i did and, Mike, yeah, i did miss yeah, ma'am it was, it was did. Bo, honestly. It's all me it, like it was me i mean it wasn't me like i, I mean because most people would think that it was a guy saying yo i want two women no uh -uh, i came was... to dave and said where the hoes at <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty <laughs> She she said she just she ain't lying. She ain't lying. Hey, she still say where the hoes at. She come in the house. She come in the house after work. It's been a rough day. Where the hoes at? <laughs> Listen, we know it to be true. Don't try and lie for the company. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Jessica said, "What was the biggest hurdle or layer you guys had to shed to get to this level of openness?" Um. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, I would say for me, my biggest hurdle was actually talking. Now, as open as I am now, I was not like that when we first got together. I was, now granted I did, you know, lay it out on the table to him like, hey, I date women. But after that, I went right back into my shell. It was like, we had to do a lot of tug of war with each other. And I had to learn, and it, as simple as it may sound, I literally had to learn how to talk to him. And not only talk to him, but talk with him because a lot of people get it confused with talking with your spouse and talking at your spouse. I don't like when people talk at me. Right. Talk with me mm -hmm. and we can go a lot further. Right. With, yeah, communication was probably probably the biggest hurdle. Um, Definitely com uh, communication yeah, on my Communication. Hand. I will say even on my, on my side, it was in communication... It's not even just the talking, but it's just the hearing. There were times where, like, Bo would say things, and I literally wouldn't hear exactly what she was saying. But now I've gotten to the point where I understand exactly what she's trying to say to me, you know. Or if I don't understand it, I know to I know how to give her the space until she's ready 
to come back and say exactly what it is that she needs or exactly what it is that she's looking for and that's and that's one of the things that was necessary like you had to like and honestly i I was like i mean i still have some residual toxic ways you know i'm like i'm not gonna sit here and act like i you know i I wasn't out here hoeing but you know what i'm saying so i had to share some some of that bullshit but you know I, you know, I shared it and that was the thing because at the end of the day, like I had to realize, like I told her when, when like she came back this way, don't come this way unless you're serious. So in order for me to tell her that I had to be that myself. (laughs) And so that's where we are. Like, and I never, like, you know, I never in a thousand years thought that I would be at this point that I am. And I'm like, you know, I like I always was just kind of that person. That I'm like, yeah, I like to learn, I like to grow, but I just never really thought about putting that much work into myself personally. But you know, I'm an advocate for therapy. I'm an advocate for you know just mm-hmm. you know letting that ego go a little bit and just being you. Yes. Allowing yourself to hurt, allowing yourself to smile, allowing yourself to just have fun, and allowing yourself to be open to new experiences. Cause I notice that's a lot. That's one thing that a lot of guys we just don't do. It's like we, it's like you know, we get a we we're afraid of getting clowned by our boys. We're afraid of getting clowned by our families, you know, because our little egos get bruised. And I'm like, man, I really could care less at this point. But okay, Rob. Black mental health matters. Yes. It does. Yes, it does. It does. My uh, my man, Rob. Look and look. That's how you know me and him. We can't. There you go, Bernard. We we'd have been we'd have been around each other for a long time, Rob. So that's how you know we go back like baby baby backs and car seats. That's what I'm saying. So, what type of advice would you give to people who are looking to explore into the poly community but are scared to? You better open your mouth. Hey, that close mouth. Don't be scared. And that okay. don't mean no. open your mouth with a dick or a pussy. Right. That means. That means research. There's there are books that are out there. Yes. Um, you know, there's there's books, there's shows. I would recommend like we talked about Seeking Sister Wives. We talked yes. about that. That's a def- a good show to watch. That's my that's my uh, show. Also, I would read say the books. there's a whole list of books that are out there. Like I can send it out to people if they want to know. Uh, one of the ones that was just recommended to me is the. Um, the poly breakup book i have to read that i have not read it yet but it's one of those ones that you know those are things that you kind of need to read and you know you just kind of just have to know and research follow some of the groups that are out there there are black yes. poly groups yes. there are just poly it's groups that are out there period that like tons of them that are ready to welcome you into that community absolutely and absolutely and they will they're they're willing to educate and that was yes. one of the things we that um one of the things we just learned a couple of weeks ago when we went to a meet and greet like just being around so many different people from like all walks of poly and like getting their advice like people that's that's been doing this for years like the type of people that we met ranged from the youngest I think I met was 25 to people in their 60s. Yes. Like, that is a wide range of wisdom that... It sure is. Yes, a wide range of wisdom. And it was just to be in the room and, like, just hearing the different types of conversations and just just how people navigate their lives. Like, it puts a lot of things into perspective 
and it gives you a lot of insight. Mm -hmm. And it also makes you think like, okay, well, I came here thinking I was probably one way. Now I might be interested in this or right. I might be interested in that. Exactly. So exactly. It's, it's, it's a lot. Jess, you can roll. You can roll. We we might be going so we might be going to a meet and greet in September. You trying to roll? You trying to go, Jess? <laughs> Come on, listen. It look like everybody trying to go. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, look. Here's the thing. Um, a lot of roll. times, a Mike lot of times, go. and this is one of the things that we didn't really talk about, but black folks and how we kind of get kind of stuck in our little boxes that we don't feel like if we, we you know this is one of those things that's kind of taboo for black people. Yeah, don't say that's um, white people shit. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it is. They call it that's what they call it white people shit. That's so, exactly what they call it. Yeah. So, and in reality, and the reality is, we went to this group. I mean, there were there were beautiful black couples. Oh my god, beautiful so black couples. There were, and and beautiful black singles. Yes. Were there. You know, so that was the thing. It was like, and just to be able to talk to everybody and just, you know, and they're all from. Similar hey, walks of life, similar walks of life that we're from. They do some of the same things that we we do. You know, yeah. I mean, you never know who who could be in these lifestyles, right? You know, but and it's but the whole bottom line is it it shouldn't be something that's taboo, but you know, it takes it it's, takes a little bit of mainstream for black folks to kind of get into things. It's We've always been. It's only taboo because we have been conditioned that it's you and you and that's it. Yeah, and it, it. and no, and no, it's no, cool. It's else. cool to have a side chick, but it's not cool to have two women that you are. Which actually is where the kids. fucked up mess comes in, because that okay. doesn't make any sense. You get what, what I'm saying? Mean? It's not cool to be that. It's cool, like because your favorite rapper said, "I got my main chick and my side chick and a mistress." You know what I'm saying? I got a main right. chick, a girlfriend, and mistress. But you not he not saying I got you know I got three women that I'm taking care of that all know about each other that take care of each other you know exactly. what I'm saying and that we all take care of each other. Here, here's the thing. Here's why I got to answer. Oh lord, so, here we go. <laughs> uh, here we go. I got a little whiskey left for this combo. <laughs> here, hey, Queen Queen. Okay, so here here's why I got an attitude. What I don't like is how people. Oh, you know, you're supposed to, it's monogamy. You're supposed to be with one person. Says who? Because if I remember correctly in history, kings and queens, they had what? Bedmates, concubines. Uh, they had multiple wives too. Not right, only who, that, Who was but... God's favorite and how many, how many wives and concubines? Okay. So. I mean, I'll, I'm I'll, just throwing that out. If I remember correctly, ain't it? It's a couple stories in the Bible where... Mm -hmm. God gave instructions. Okay, well, you got your wives and your concubines. Okay, go sleep with the maid, and you got your wife. Or there you go. You got your wife, and go sleep with her sister. Just it, just that's how it played out. So I'm trying to figure out where between then and now where it came to be. You're only supposed to be with one person. I've never believed that. I've never right. believed it. Absolutely. Never. I don't think there's supposed to be restraints on what love is supposed to look like, period. But yet, here we are. Okay, let's see. What about marriage? If y'all married, how you gonna approach women the same way as now? Or say y'all would... First of all, fuck Will and Jack. <laughs> I was about to say, crazy. they're not in they're a poly lifestyle. So that's all good. That, hey, happy birthday, Tupac, but we know what's I, up. Honestly, <laughs> like, as far as Will and Jada, 
no, for real. As far as Will and Jada had, Jada came and sat down Will. Now, granted, I don't know these people behind closed doors. I only know what the media show us. They probably, she probably but did sit them there. Had she sat that man down and said, hey, this is what I like. This is what I'm into. This is what I'm going to do. Maybe, and if, you know, if that would have been revealed to the public, maybe they wouldn't be up under so much judgment. So, that's just, that's just me. But as far as us being married... Um, we it are doesn't gonna, change anything. It doesn't really. change anything, it's but I also good. say we are going to cross that road when we get there. But Why I honestly feel like women? it's not going to change anything. We, we approach women the same way you do, Mike. No, 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 no. I was about to say, I don't think it's, I don't no, no, think no. y'all really approach no, no, no. women holla, the same holla, way y'all do holla, as a holla, single holla, individual. Holla, holla, holla. holla. <laughs> so first of all, They've got the game. I don't have any game. Oh, Lord. I don't. I don't. I don't have I any. I just be chilling. <laughs> I don't have any game. I honestly feel like I get shy. I don't know what to say. I be sitting up here thinking like, dang, what do I say? What do the men be saying? So I might mess around and ask, they, what would you say in this situation? Like, I really feel like <laughs> I, I have be, no I'm, game. But I'm going to be I honest no with game. you. I really don't have game. I'm just me. He's charming. I'm just me. Because that's how he kidnapped me. Here we go. He's charming. Hey, Christy said you got you got game. Oh, I do. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> but in that case, uh, there you go. Bobby trying to downplay y'all. Don't let her play y'all the fool because y'all be out here. I said, I said, this is how I feel. I do feel like I don't have any game. Like I just be me. Like whether I'm sitting there cracking the jokes or. But that's game. That's game in itself. That you don't nice. realize. But the thing is, you've got charisma. You've got charm. I'll well. bite you. I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think it is? I don't think it's even just a thing of having game. I think it's just the <laughs> fact that y'all have wonderful energy. And a lot of people are very much so attracted to it. And I right. know, like, a lot of our friends that we have in common like we always be like oh they're so cool they're so sweet da 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 like that in a sense is what also attracts people who want to be with you is just the fact yeah. that we can feel y'all love without y'all saying a word right. and that's, that's hard to say about a lot of people but that's very true of you too so I can see how people would be like oh well Hey, you know, what's up? I want to be a part of this. <laughs> okay, Mike, take you to the poly part. Look, Mike, I'm going to tell you like this. Don't come this way if you ain't serious. Like, because you're going to get your feelings hurt. I'm so serious. For those who you, for those of y'all who don't know, Mike is my brother. So, um, That's my guy, man. I'm going to tell you, Mike, you you're not ready for that life. Like, I'm so serious. If you are not ready about, if you are not about that life, if you're not ready to watch your spouse, Go mingle, flirt, be with somebody else. This ain't for you. Right. This is not for you. Yeah. That is very true. Well, guys, we have hit our hour mark. We don't really even feel like we've been on. Man, that sign went by fast. Either. I'll be honest with you. I still had I still had another hour of talking left in me, but it's all good. Mike, I'm a FaceTime. <laughs> we can do a part done. two if you if you feel. No, like we it. definitely need to do a part two. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm ready. But Nick, you know I'm always down. I'm like, as long you as you give what? me enough I'm time. I'm so I'm happy that y'all came on. If there is any piece, one piece of advice that you would give to somebody about being poly, what would it be? You want to get one? Keep an open mind. Um, keep an open mind. Seriously, because 
when like yes i approached him with it and we had to have a series of conversations before he considered it and then became okay with it like it was it was a process keep an open mind because i was not ready yeah i was not prepared to watch him do his magic or whatever you want to call it <laughs> no for real i was not prepared like in my mind i had envisioned like oh it's gonna be like this but actually watching him the i will honestly say maybe the first couple times i was like am i jealous wait a minute or like it was just a mixture of emotions and then it was like a light switch and it was like shit it's really happening like yeah i am starting to walk in this lifestyle so that yeah that's it like just keep an open mind and it's like the more that it happened and not just sex or anything but it was like the more that it happened and us like having conversations with each other and watching him have conversations with other people and stuff the more i got comfortable the more i was like opening to listening to him because i'm gonna be honest my first thought when i first came into this was it's my way and that's it yeah but no he's a part of this as well exactly. this third person is gonna be a part of this as well i had to learn that not only like you know by witnessing it but i had to learn that in therapy as well so it's just keep an open mind shut up i was laughing at chris oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but and i think i think probably my thing is you know to piggyback off of her but actually right, give yes, my Leo own shit. my own portion of it is to say communication you got to open your damn mouth you got to oh, talk yes. and you got to open your ears and damn listen mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's what she said a lot. I got a little bit to say. That's it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, guys, I'm not Polly, so I don't have any suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> but for all of for all of my monogamous people out there, communication is always key. You always got to make sure you're transparent with your loved one because if you're not, who are you going to be transparent with? Nobody else is in your relationship except for you and your partner. So communicate. You're talking. Right. My wine gone, Nick. Where yours? Empty. It's girl, that's your gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> All <laughs> right, there we go. That's how we know it's time. Right. Is it's our time. <laughs> that's our wine is gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Appreciate y'all coming on. Thank you all for tuning anytime, in. Nick, Make anytime. sure y'all stay tuned for a part two to this wonderful yes, conversation. It's coming soon. All right. All right, sure. All right, deuces, fam. Peace. Bye. <laughs>